Hey, everybody. Welcome Welcome to to a Community of Principles podcast, a conversation to support leaders. I'm your host, Ben Gilpin. Now, let's get this started. Hey, everybody. This is Ben Gilpin with the Community of Principles podcast. We're coming back. I am excited to have a new guest with us this week. But before we get into the new guest, a couple things. You should be hitting about that end point of of September, jumping into October. And a couple of things that typically happen about this time of year is we have the ability to start slowing down and getting ready for conference time. And so hopefully you are able to reflect and, and figure out which areas of communication you can really enforce and just um, strengthen to build great communication in your community and in your school. So be thinking about that as we transition into this next month of school. And with that being said, I have a fantastic guest with us. We have Vicki Wilson. Welcome, Vicki. Hi, Ben. How are you? Doing great. Hey, I'm glad you were, we were able to connect. And Vicki, why don't you tell us a little bit um, about where you're currently at and how did you get there? Sure. So I am a principal at Monroe Elementary in Wyandotte, Michigan. We are about 20 minutes south of Detroit along the Detroit River. And I've been with Wyandotte now as a principal for 13 years. Before I was a principal, I taught in Wyandotte for five years. And prior to that, I actually taught in Lakeshore Public Schools in Macomb County, St. Clair Shores, for nine years. I was a fourth grade teacher and then transferred over here to Wyandotte. Very cool. Very cool. And so now at Wyandotte, tell us a little bit about the makeup of Wyandotte. How many students are in the school? How many staff do you have? Tell us a little bit about that. There's four elementary schools in Wyandotte and my school has about 400 children. I have 16 classrooms and I'm a young fives through fifth grade school. Oh, very good. So very, very similar to what I've got over here at Warner Elementary. Vicki, let's jump into question number one. What are two things, two things most people don't know about you? Okay, I had to give this one some thought because I'm kind of an open book, but I, I'd like to share something a little funny and, a, and something serious. The funny thing is I hate wearing pants. Jeans Day is my most unfavorite day of the week. In fa- you'll see me in dresses, in fact, most of the time. I just not comfortable. And- <laughs> that, now, now that cracks that cracks me up because most people like to dress down a little bit and you, you're the opposite. So that is something opposite, I did not know. Yes. I hate jeans yep. day, but I do it, <laughs> okay. do it because I'm supposed to. Yep. Um, on a serious side, I'm super excited to share with you that I will be publishing a book soon with Dave Burgess Consulting. Um, I was given a contract and they are currently, we're currently working in the editing process and it will be a book in the, in a lead like a series guidebooks. And it is about building a strong culture of adult learners and professional learning using instructional rounds. Wow. Now that is fantastic. And instructional rounds is something here at Warner we've been looking to strengthen. And so I'm going to absolutely check out that book. But can I just say congratulations? I mean, Thank once you. again, here, here at, I mean, here in our Memsbook community, we have another published author. That is fantastic. So congratulations all the way around. Thank you. Well, soon to be published. Working hard on it. <laughs> I, I bet you are. Okay, so Vicki, let's go to question number two. Can you share a story or share a time 
that you can kind of lean on and that inspires you and, and really can helps motivate you day in and day out? Yeah, you know, Ben, there's so many of them. So I like to think there's so many stories about my students when I was a teacher, as well as as principal that motivate me every day. But there's this one little girl that I think back to when I taught fourth grade and my dad, and her name was Chelsea. And she taught me a lot using a math test that she took. So I was grading math tests one night and one of the questions was a riddle and it said, I have four sides, only two of my sides are parallel. What am I? And so she wrote on the line next to it, a trapezoid. And then the next question underneath it says, draw a picture of me. And she didn't draw a picture of the trapezoid. So I was studying her test for a while, trying to figure out what's going on. Cause she had a, a little drawing of a person there and you know, you try to, you try to figure out what's going on with the kids by looking at their test and assessments and digging a little deeper. And I finally realized that it was a picture of a woman and she had a flowered dress on and high heel shoes and red lipstick and, and black hair. And I realized that was the outfit I was wearing yesterday when I gave the test. So she literally drew a picture of me on her test there. And it took me probably a good five minutes of trying to figure out what that was. So, you know, when I think back to that story, it just makes me realize that kids are so awesome. And that as we work with them, we want to be thoughtful and not quick. Um, We want to dig deep on our kids and learn things about them. And sometimes we see things differently than our kids see them. And that we need to honor that and appreciate that with the kids that we work with. So for a long time, I had cut out that question and the picture of the drawing and put it in a little frame and kept it on my my desk while I was teaching. And it just kept me grounded and reminded me why I do this work every day. First of all, let me let me just applaud you. That is, um, number one, you slowed down in the moment. You were reflecting. You were very observant. Because not everyone, I am convinced, not everyone would have noticed that. And then some people may have just brushed it. Well, you know, but others would have brushed it aside and you really honed in and and that left a lasting impact that not only has impacted you this year, but has has likely impacted you for several years and also years to come. So I, I applaud you for taking the time and being so observant because we can all learn a lot from that. Okay, Vicki, that was, I love the motivational story there. So now let's get into our last question, which is actually my favorite question. Someone saw leadership qualities in you before you may have seen them in yourself. Who was that person? And if you could say anything to them right now, what would you say to them? So first I want to say is I've been very lucky to work with a lot of great and inspiring and encouraging leaders, but I want to go back to when I first started teaching and talk about my mentor at that time and my principal at that time, Sandy Stanley. And from the very beginning, even when I first became a teacher, she encouraged me to be a leader, to lead from where I was in that place, to be a speaker, to develop other staff, and just to lead from where I was standing at that time. And I want to say thank you for that. She wasn't coaching me to be a principal or pushing me in that direction, but she was developing me to lead. So thank you, Sandy. I think most of us probably have a Sandy. What I love about that story is that um, that Sandy met you right where you were and she continuously tried to build that confidence 
and she tried to instill those leadership qualities in you, which now you've probably pushed on to your own staff. When you look at your own staff, when you look at the leadership around you that you maybe associate with on a, on a weekly, monthly, or daily basis, what are some of the things that you do to push some people towards leadership? Definitely. One of the things I do with all of my staff is encourage them to think of a leadership goal in their teacher evaluation piece. In fact, like, what do you want to do to lead this year? Do you want to lead an instructional round? Do you want to mentor someone else? Do you want to train our lunch coaches on how to handle behaviors better? So we all think about in what way do we want to lead this year? And that's a lot of what we spend our teacher evaluation conversations and work on. Very cool. And that is something that I think we can all do. We can all try to build leadership from within. And Vicki, this has been fantastic. I know that uh, that it wasn't always easy to get the recording in, but we did it. We, we finally did it. And we did um, it. I'm excited that um, people are going to be able to listen to this episode. And I'm also extremely excited that you've got a book coming out soon. So congratulations again. Thank you. Everyone else, as you listen to this episode, please feel free. Jump on social media, jump on hashtag MEMSPA, hashtag MEMSPA chat, and we would love to hear your thoughts. And if you if you have met Vicky or if you have worked with Vicky or anything in that capacity, just get on here and uh, give her a shout as well. Thanks again, Vicky. And um, I cannot wait to continue to connect, especially up north in Traverse City. Sounds like a plan. Thank you. Well, thanks again to our guest. Let's continue to connect and reflect because that's what leaders do. Thank you to all of our listeners. Don't forget to check out hashtag Memspa chat Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can also find more leadership tools at memspa.org.